everybody by back by popular demand. Yes. Ah. We got Ratchet Jesus back in the house. One and only. What's up, y'all? How's it been, buddy? Fucking life's pretty good, you know? Um, working myself to death, uh, which is fine because it just gives me an excuse to drink and um, smoke cigars now, apparently. We smoking cigars right now, y'all. There's nothing wrong with that. Cigars nothing at all. For you. This is the first tobacco I've had in months, and it's delicious. Did you, quit? Did you give up to vaping, too? No, no. I'm vaping still. Oh. Um. I can't give up nicotine. I have ADD. And I can only be take so many medications and sleep. You know what I mean? I got to be able to function. I don't know if you know this, but caffeine and nicotine, great stimulants. Just for short little bursts of focus. I, I, I was on Fentramine, which is a weight loss pill. It's basically legalized speed. Yeah. But then I'm also on Ambien. <laughs> Just and up and down. Those two did not go good together. Dude, the, uh, I sleepwalk on Ambien. I can't take that shit. I, I, you didn't I, do the Roseanne bar? I can't. And started putting out a bunch of tweets. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I was on Ambient. It's not my fault, guys. <laughs> Dude, I'm saying, and I'll get wild, apparently, in the subconscious. So really? we just need to leave that shit locked up. See, I, I just take my leg off, and then they See, can, I don't do anything. I'm stuck in bed. For those of you that requested me back, um, they tried to give me bourbon. I said, no, I'm not blacking out today. I'm a father. I got to go to karate tonight. Well, like, I, I did the responsible thing and got the 90 proof rather than 110 proof. <laughs> oh, good. Because that would be worse. No. Yeah, I, we don't want to get you in trouble. I mean, I'd have been calling for a ride if, we'd had, if I'd have been drinking 110 bourbon. Like, I didn't need an Uber out this. How, but, can, you, how can you, you have over 100 proof? Why? If 100's the highest. No, it's no, not. No, it's not. It's like saying 110%. 100 proof is 50%. You can't give 110%. No, no, no. Because no. proof is percentage. So, like, if it's 90 proof, it's 45% alcohol. Oh, okay. 100 proof is 50%. I'm a horrible alcoholic. You think <clears throat> I know this. Or maybe you're just bad at math. <laughs> or you're just dumb. I'm both of those. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, cheers to you guys. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, Kirby. Shout out to Re- Reposado, Terramana. Shouts to The Rock. Mmm. No salt, no lime. Don't be pussies. Drink gold tequila like men. Um, but I've been waiting all week. I'm excited to be back, guys. I got a well, whole list of shit to talk about. First and foremost, the show. Um, for, secondly, we're going to get into the mental health issues. Um, I've been starting this conversation all over Gillette, and I think it's actually helping. People are talking about it. Well, let's see. Mental health right now is, is a really kind of a, a big subject with all the teenagers going to school and starting to shoot schools up, especially mm. here in town. Mm. Oh, the crazy threats? Look, I mean, I get it. I fully understand the seriousness of terrorism and school shootings. But, like, maybe let's not send the kid to Guantanamo and well, let's maybe get him some intensive therapy. Well, my thing is, is that there's something bigger going on at home and in his life that... I don't think the kid would actually here in general. I don't think the kid would actually bring a gun and shoot up to school. No, it, there's something else to it, whether it's be him being bullied and had and just tired well, of it, and that's what he's doing as his reaction. And it was during the statewide police reaction where they called in fake shootings all over the state right. and to test police reaction, and that happened in Wyoming too. For they those did of that on purpose, or was yeah. it people? Oh, you, pranking you didn't hear about that? No, was it people pranking them? To see no, what the it, it was do? it was like a setup thing by like a outside. Thing the state hired to see if the Wyoming was ready hmm. for uh, the situation of a school they, shooting. They primarily did it at Twin Spruce, and then two days later, there was an actual kid that they arrested because he called in a day later, or he didn't call in, but yes. he told the kid he was going to shoot a kid for picking on him in class. And 
my kid is the same age as this kid. And mm-hmm. I, so I kind of talked to Kendall about it, a little, you know, seeing what he thought of it. And those guys are like, that kid just gets picked on non-fucking-stop. You know, he's not going to shoot at the school. Everybody knows that. He doesn't have access to shit like that. It's not like he comes, like Kendall at my house. It's uh, one little combination downstairs, and he's got guns below. You know, guns guns everywhere. You you should start right. sending Kendall to school with Snickers or something to stand well, no, as no, much no, as that kid. At the same <laughs> time, though, that kid that's getting bullied all the time is exactly the kid that's going to shoot up to school. Yeah. It's like, psychologically, to like... Even kids who, like, we're all sociopaths until at least 10, by the way. So all children are sociopaths. <laughs> Little fun fact I learned in college. Um, however, so, like, when you're 13, 14, you're, like, still halfway there. So, like, it, you have a conscience, but... Well, your, your frontal lobes haven't fully developed until you're about 25, 26 years old in a male. Yeah. It's a lot sooner in a female, 18 to 21, they, my, they fully develop. Sorry for my younger fans out there that are in their 20s still, but I, as a thir- in my 30s, like I can verify you're that I thought I was not a dumbass in my early 20s. I was. And, it, and it's really <laughs> not until you're in your mid-30s that you finally get shit figured out. Facts. Yeah. So don't worry is. about it. You're doing fine. So, but... Coming back to the to the mm. kid that called in that sh- that school or said he's going to shoot kids at school, right? They, a, a teacher or a counselor should have stepped in and seen the bullying because the, the the teachers see that shit, they see it and they're and they're trained to see it. And they don't trained. intervene anymore. No, they're not going to because they're afraid of all the repercussions that are coming if they go push it too far. And kids can't intervene anymore because if you fight back physically from to a bully, you're the one that gets in trouble. And I remember growing up like when I was getting bullied and I was like. I have a 10-year-old son. He's a big boy. I was the fat kid in school. You know what I mean? I got bullied. But honestly, when I kind of grew a pair and punched my bully in the mouth, it stopped. And I kind of was able to. Well, but you do that now, and police are involved in junior high. And I'm like, why? Well, like my thing is, like I've been teaching my kids that if you see a kid getting bullied or a kid bullying some other kid, go stop it. Straight but then, up. But then once you get it stopped... You go to the kid that's being the dick, and you be like, "Dude, what the fuck's going on? Why? What? What's? What is making you want to do this?" Because only Why? hurt people hurt people. Exactly. I, I got in trouble in eighth grade because there's some kid in my hockey team, and I, I was always a small person, but he was even smaller than me. And some kid at school in school was picking on him, and me and that kid got into a little tussle. And so my mom had to come to the principal's office. She was like, "What was going on?" And they said that they were picking on one of my teammates, and I was sticking up for my teammate. And she's like, "Oh, we're done here then." I just grabbed my arm and took me out of school. I got McDonald's for lunch. It was it was a good day. Was yeah, a good but day. I you, but I don't, but I don't think you should reward that. I don't think you should reward. I don't think you should reward behavior like that. I think you that should be like expected out of young men. That that should be taught foremost at, at, as growing up as a as a boy. Dad, there is dad such should, a thing as righteous violence. Yes, a, a, dad, a dad should be teaching that at home and should not be just. Just, a a non present dad that's home. Yo, not just boys. I'm only a boy dad, so I can only say speak for my boy. But like, he's a big boy. He's gonna be fine. It's, he's soft hearted, <laughs> but he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be bigger than everybody. But like, if I had a girl, different. Story. She'd have hands. I promise you, my girl would be in boxing but, but at that, five. But that that's like, a whole different ball game. The females are a whole different ball game than, than boys. My oldest gets oh, bullied more than my boys. If I had girls, they Female. would be getting. Dude, they're vicious. They're oh. <laughs> they're vicious. She gets bullied on by boys at school, and I'm like, I'm like, is the kid fat? She's like, yeah. I'm like, go, just make pig noises at him or something. No, but like, well, that like, just means want, honestly, that, that kid probably has a crush on her, and that's, that's why, right? It, that's what it is. Like we all remember being kids. 
Like, I don't know. Like, that's what you do when you have a crush on someone as a kid. You're mean to them. I'm still mean to my wife now because I have a crush Facts. on her still. <laughs> Facts. I'm still mean to my She's girlfriend. She's come along on her hair being pulled, though, so. I don't touch the hair or the ears. That's the two things with her. Don't touch the ears or the hair. Well, actually, that's kind of the nice thing about my girlfriend is her hair natural, and I, <laughs> I can touch it. <laughs> it's not all weed. I've had relationships in the past where it was not, so you don't touch that fucking weed. <laughs> all right. Look, fair. Um, that's expensive. I get it. Yeah. It's a lot of money. For a short term. Dude, that's one of the nice things about being a dude, though. We don't have those grooming expenses. I started balding and just started shaving my head. <laughs> oh, man. I'm in my 30s, and I haven't, like, lost my hair yet. But, like, it's not as much. But you know you know what's, what's interesting is that it wasn't up until oh, early shit. 2000s when, like, F- uh, FML, or what was it, For Him Magazine? Oh, FM- M- FML. FML, yeah. Yeah, Frame Magazine and Maximum all came out, and like that, guys need to look like this. It wasn't until like the early 2000s that this whole body photopia that men are supposed to have, women have been dealing with that shit since fucking they were born. That you're a princess, you're a princess, you're <laughs> For real. this, you're that. I mean, I can only imagine the mental gymnastics that a female has to go through day in and day out. What's wild to me is like, I, as a man, and I'm, a, I'm like a straight man, you know what I mean? So I can only speak from this perspective, but like, I've also led a pretty interesting life. Like, I've dated different types of women. Like, I've dated really petite girls. I've dated really buxom women. I've dated thick, curvy girls. And let me just. No. Oh, that's good. That's my favorite porn. (laughs) No. (laughs) I've never crossed that particular boundary, you know what I mean? But. Chicks with um, dicks fucking other chicks is the best. You have titties on both sides. (laughs) What I don't get about, like, the projected image of beauty, right? And I. I get this from women is like, and I get it from experience. Cause like there was a time in my life where I was a college athlete. I was 270 pounds with 6% body fat. I was ripped. Yep. Like big. Um, I did not attract very hot women when I was like cut. Like when I was like, I've always been a big dude. I'm athletic. Like I'm healthy. You know what I mean? This is the first cigar I've had in years. Thank you, by the way. It's still oh, delicious. It still tastes like chocolate halfway through. I got better through. ones in there. Oh, we don't stick to one because <laughs> uh, like, you're a bad, a bad influence. influence. I like I'm it. I'm a bad influence. I like it. Honestly, me too. Um, wait, you got me distracted. With this. Oh, yeah. I'm healthy, but like, I don't think people understand how much their natural cushion is important to the biological imperative of mating. Now, hear me out here, right? Like, when we fuck as human beings, it's a semi-violent process. Like, we're talking about two objects with, with, high, with high mass clashing together, right? Like, don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of the well, little one, pillows. One's usually in a solid, in a in a motionless state. The other one is going full penetration. Right, dude. You need you need some padding for the act itself. As Kyle likes to call it, and so like inside someone. Like, when I said like doing, <laughs> when I was highly muscular and shredded, right? I uh, I didn't attract like beautiful women. Like honestly, I didn't attract any women. Honestly, I felt I got the message that like. I made them insecure. Well, that's just, I was about to ask you, what do you think caused that? Because really, when women see guys that are highly athletically look built, 
their first instance is, oh, he's going to spend all of his time at the gym. He's a, he's a fucking douche. He's well, this, he's that. I you ate know. and I worked out and I went to college. That's all I had, did. But then the personality there is, oh, he's just he's just a fuck boy. Mm. That, that's what they're getting at. And what's crazy is, is I got no pussy during that period of my life. Like, I had sex with one girl during that. Like, when I was legit jacked for, I was, I was 20, 20 years old, my sophomore year of college, almost 21. And I just got done playing my second year of college football, and I was yoked. Off-season training, getting it, nutrition, like monitoring my blood levels to make sure everything was optimal. You know what I mean? I was yoked. I had no pussy during that time. That's I was all, at, That's all they ever want, too. I was at some of the coolest parties with a dry dick. Like, cool college I wasn't enjoying life. I wasn't happy. Like... I don't know if you understand this, but like I was at the point where I was eating too much. I was eating six full meals a day. I was constantly full and miserable. Have, have I had you, to go work out to like burn out the food in my stomach. Do you, do you follow like Eddie Hall or uh, Robert Ortiz or uh, Brian? Um, I forget his name. He's another American. Or like Jay Cutler, the bodybuilder. <laughs> I've seen some. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So their daily routine is there's more than crazy. one Jay Cutler. Yeah, the the Jay Cutler I'm talking about is way cooler than yeah. Jay Cutler. I doubt. About. I don't know the one I'm talking. about I played for the Bears, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and he was trash the whole <laughs> <he> time. <was. laughs> yeah, the Broncos got the better part of those two years. <laughs> I just took my third shot of tequila. By the way, we in, we about to turn up. <laughs> but um, when when they, when these guys talk, because like Eddie Eddie Hall, they call him the Beast, and he's oh yeah, one of the world's crazy. strongest men. And same with Robert Ortiz. He's from Texas, and he's a fucking dude. Monster. Eats like eleven thousand calories a day. Well, Eddie, when when Eddie's getting ready to start getting ready into uh, heavy uh, strongman competitions, that's per meal. His grocery bill. He did a tick or a Instagram reel that's of his grocery crazy. shopping for the, for the day was twenty five hundred pounds. So whatever that is converted in American money, I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's, like it's about three five. grand. Yeah, they the pounds a, are worth more than dollars a day. They are now? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the American dollar is crashing. That's a podcast for another day. America sucks. Another day. Actually, it's not going to affect our daily lives at all, though, so it's fine. Well, until they get us off the petrodollar, then we're fucked. Well, but, this is, again, uh, we'll still be fine because this is the thing about systems is when you replace things in them, the system itself keeps running. Right? Bitcoin. <laughs> exactly. Put your money in, in non-centralized currency if you have savings. I'm not saying don't diversify. Diversify. But, like, gold don't be silver. afraid of crypto, Gold, guys. silver, get within some Gold, silver, mines. crypto. Straight the fuck up. Buy gold. Buy stock in gold mines. Do all of it because... Hey, hey we got stock in gold mines, don't we, <laughs> Suppo- Supposedly a gold mine. Like, I do. I just invest in gold mines. I ain't gonna lie. You got Minecraft? Anyway, uh, no, uh, Barrick. Oh, okay. It's not a Nevada one. See, my thing is, like, everybody's freaking out. It's Nobody knows shit about investing, but everyone knows bull and bear. But when you say, like, you can make money in either market, it's factual. Like, when the stock market crashes, it's the best time to make money. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're buying puts and calls. You're like, wait. Like, honestly, you can't buy it right now. But, like, I had a tiny bit of money in Virgin Orbit, which is in the middle of bankruptcy, mm-hmm. Right. But it's going to survive because they have U.S. government contracts. And in a year and a half, that seven cents a share is going to be at $8 a share once those new government rollouts hit. What, what Cal got me into investing, and I found this off-brand electric Just car saying, company. Buy low, like, sell high. I'm like, like, these guys might work out. You know, they're 
It might be in a, like a sleeper. Is it the Fifi? No, it's Mullen. No, it's Mullen. I bought it. I bought so, it for like a dollar thirty-two. Now look, it's look, at looking, nine cents. Looking at the charts, <laughs> looking at the charts and the short, short interest and everything else on Mullen, that's going to be a five, ten-year stock before it starts coming back. Yeah, and the right, thing and that, is, that's what you got to be prepared for, and that's fine because uh, two hundred bucks five years from now is ten grand. Yeah, I, I've invested and all like, the money I'm going to invest, so whatever is there, if it makes money, it does. If it doesn't, well, the, like the high crop mine that we have, looking at the charts on that and looking at what that's what's, go, what's going on and what they're doing, and especially they prove that they have lithium in those fields that they're leaching the gold out of. Dude, that thing is going to be a ten thousand dollars stock, pretty easy. Especially with the push of, of battery-powered everything. But if, we have a dem- if, if, if we have a Democrat in office, they're not going to let them dig anything. Do you, do, you know, well, do, you, do you know that when a Democrat's in office, they have coal mines make more money when a Democrat's in office than they do a Republican? Facts. Did not know that, no. Do you also the know? The railroad is more busier under a Democrat than they are under a Republican. Can I just educate? It was, that was my start getting later. One more thing I want to tell everybody, because this is one of the most fascinating things I learned in college, because it made me realize the <laughs> lie that is the illusion created by media. There is no economic policy that a president can implement that will show any results faster than three years. Uh, it's further out now. It's more like six, but so an emergency policy. See the benefit of it. So, yes. so okay, it's kind of like so, stocks. <laughs> okay, so uh, Trump, when when he issued all them them uh, Trump signed checks, we'll start seeing the the true effect of the, the inflation of that this about, year. Uh, I bet it's two more years. The from stimulus this. checks. I mean, our inf- our. In, the inflation was starting to climb underneath Trump to begin with. Yep. And so what we're seeing now underneath Biden is just so like from e- what Obama blaming presidents for economic issues. And that's is, why I think we need a monarch. I kind of I kind of feel you there, um, but play, blaming presidents for economic issues because we operate within the global economy. Right. So that means the factors that affect our economy are so much more than our politics. It's not even funny. And it's just like the price of gas being the president's fault. Also, not a well, thing. Well, th- this go around is Biden's that's supply fault. and demand. Th- 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 well, this this some this of it is Biden's fault because the the barrels of oil that we're buying back from OPEC, especially since they cut down fourteen percent of their drilling capacity, <clears throat> we're buying at one hundred eighty dollars a barrel that hasn't hit the market yet. But we're buying at one hundred eighty dollars a barrel to replace the barrels that we took out of our stock reserve section. So now gas is going to go. Well, diesel more so than anything, which is weird because diesel is a byproduct of, of making gas. Well, I agree. Here's the thing. We have 30 years worth of oil that we've never even touched. Well, we can't drill it, though, because it's on federal land. No, that's what I'm saying, is that it's a federal... Like, there's literally enough oil in Alaska to run all the, our oil needs for 30 years. Well, there, there's enough oil in Converse, Natrona, in Camel County to, to supply so the nation's supply of we, oil for the next. Because we're involved in the global economy, we purposefully don't use our own oil reserves because it's it's a non-renewable resource. Well, like when like the that, world's, world's oil is gone, so you're it's saying, gone. Like we're, we're saving it until... Yeah, no, we're buying it up. That up until... And then eventually we, we'll be the last country with cars. <laughs> But well, up until three months ago, because there's when, not enough, uh, not what's the material, the rare earth mineral we need to make electric cars. There's lithium, not enough. There's not enough for them to make fleets of cars for other countries. Well, mm-hmm. they, there is if they go and uh, colonize Africa. No, didn't Biden just do something with Africa? No, no, he no, did. No, China went to Africa and got China or Africa to stop using American dollar by oil and, and rare mineral that or the rare mineral elements. He sent Kamala over there. <laughs> Who fucking cares what that clown does? But 
so three months ago, China went to Russia and said, "Hey, guys, let's stop using the do- the American dollar as petro as the petro as the money that backs oil, the petrodollar." Yeah. Okay. So since then, China's gone not only to Russia, Germany, France, Spain, England, Brazil, Argentina, uh, Cuba. Yeah. They're trying to buy up natural resources. Well, no, not only that, but the actual key to our power. But but they want want to go make it so that it's traded with a yen rather than the American dollar. Oh, which would kill a dollar. I mean, sort of. But here's the thing: I mean, we're still a thirty trillion dollar, thirty trillion dollar GDP. But in the back to the global economy, what is China's economy without America's consumerism? Well, that's just it, though. It's nothing. That's why they want to take Taiwan over. They need us to be successful because they need uh, us to buy their products. Not necessarily. China needs us to be successful because they own all of our debt. That too. There is literally, honestly, China acts in their own self-interest factually. But however, our self-interest is China's self-interest because we can never pay them if we're not a successful well, but, country. But, so that, that brings me back and to And we're also a, a rival military power, so they can't come take well, it. Well, but see, that, so it brings me back. So China owns 30-some trillion dollars worth of our debt. Right, a lot. It's a lot. So if Whatever inflation... Is. So, I don't know so the if the National Reserve or the, the, the Treasury decides we're going to let inflation go crazy, we're going to kill the dollar, what they're doing now is because there's, <clears throat> there's no backlash to China doing what they're doing. So if they kill the dollar, and I know that they probably have like a that government-funded crypto that they're trying to go to kind of thing. Probably. So if they kill the dollar, all that debt, gone. Can't pay it back. You guys, we, our inflation's so high. Can't, you know, I mean, well, interest it rates effectively, are this. It would affect, yeah, no. And here's the thing about all of it is money's made up anyway. It has been. Well, yeah, there, the there's no factual basis. But, but, well, besides oil. Oil backs Except our the dollar. power we give it is consumers. Right. It's not, it's a non-tangible Because dollar. theoretically, like... A thousand men with weapons could take any resource they needed to on a short-term basis. Mike is just going brain overload, brain overload. I'm just thinking. So, my, so, I'm just thinking my Call of Duty skills might come in handy then. Right. So, like <laughs> when you think about it, money is made up because a thousand armed men can take any resource at any given time, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Money has the power we assign to it. Yeah, I'll take one more of these. Estrella Jalisco. It's delicious. Mexican beer and tequila. Um, we've strayed far off topic, but I like it. <laughs> um, Welcome to Andre to that podcast, man. I know. That's what, we brought the tequila. This happens. And cigars. But, bourbon. Oh, I'm not touching the bourbon once again. I have responsibilities. <laughs> but my thing is this. is like It's all mutually assured destruction. The greatest lie we've ever been told is nuclear war. Because every superpower on the planet is so interdependent on one another that, like, you talk about a monarchy, but, like, the conspiracy theorist in me is, like, there is one globally. Um, evidence of our choices being Trump and Biden for president. Well, no, there was Joe Jorgensen, but she was a terrible candidate. And she got Dude, ran out. Uh, what, I, what's the, who did I vote for the first time? Johnson. Feel the Johnson. Gary Johnson. That's yeah, who Gary, I voted Gary for, Johnson. God damn yeah. it. I'll tell, I'll tell the world, I voted for Gary Johnson in 2016. He had the best slogan, feel the Johnson. Like, how do you not vote for that, right. first of all? <laughs> but, but, but see, the problem with Gary Johnson was he, he was a serious war hawk, and he went against every libertarian belief that that was. Facts. 
But he also got enough libertarian votes to he got the right get side. federal funding for the Libertarian Party as a legitimate political so, party. So there's there's another candidate, there's another guy in the Libertarian Party. His name's Dave Smith. You should look him up. And he has. That's a, I've read. I've he read has. He has some serious backing coming up. If he decides he's going to run for president or anything libertarian like policy, because he's part of the Mises Caucus, and the Mises Caucus now holds the presidency of the Libertarian Party. They own the they own the Treasury, Vice President, Communications. I don't, I don't think the world understands that now that all of the millennials and Gen Z can vote. And what's after Gen Z? Whatever, whatever, whatever. The end of just turned eighteen. Now Gen X was before me. Before us, I'm technically a millennial. So, yeah, we're all millennials. We fucking sucks. I was born in the '80s and I'm still a millennial. It's fine. (laughs) Anyway, I had this discussion with TikTok and I was educated. However, my thing is this: like, do they realize that now is the time that millennials, Gen Z, and whatever the internet, whatever they were born after two thousand whatever five so there's 18 so 24 that means people born in 2002 2004 2004 can vote well no that'd be yeah, makes 2006 really can vote that makes yeah. me feel really old bad at math <laughs> people people born in 2006 can vote Sam. yeah don't take anything we say serious because we're bad at math <laughs> but this is right math now so if yeah. you're born in 2006 you can vote in the 2024 election i did see math was racist now so anyways, theoretically sorry. anyone with internet access is a campaign advertisee. So, okay, so then why are the Republicans and Democrats pushing such old-ass fucking candidates? That is dumb as shit, and I don't know why. The Libertarian should find... Libertarian Party Dave should Smith find the coolest fucking person. Okay, so go look up Dave Smith, because he's part of Legion of Skanks. He, he has his own podcast. Look, I've read a little... I've read a little. Dude, I've never, dude, I've like, never went in depth into Dave Smith, but I, I love the he, fa- so I went to libertarian the, uh, ideals as he, a human. I, I, God I, damn it! I went to the Freedom Caucus or the Freedom Party deal that they had in South Dakota during COVID, <laughs> and because uh, Chrissy Noem, you know, she did this and that, but she's also a horrible fucking governor, the worst, and she's terrible. And I actually hope she's hot, she though. never gets reelected. <laughs> I can't believe. Any politician on that level would go directly against the will of her voting populace. And then sue. Like, you oh, guys for, voted and then for this? For, for like no. the, the, the weed thing? Yeah. Yeah. And she's suing Bro, as a, everybody as a stoner, on that. Yeah, like, like, everybody like voted yes. And she's like, no. Yeah. She, and I know more than him, you. And she's now taking him to the, what is it, 13th district up in South Dakota. And now that's that. Now oh, everybody that, that voted yes for it is now could be not have the rights to have guns. Dude, how did this bitch keep her job? That's what I don't get. Well, because she kept South Dakota free, quote unquote. Fuck that. Here's the thing. If you vote for something as a human being in a free democracy, which we supposedly live in, and the majority says, we want this. Overwhelmingly, majority. I I think it was like 90-some percent. When you think about the amount of, of boomers in South Dakota that are still voting... That bought into Reefer Madness and they got 53, 54% of the vote or whatever. And we're talking about the mass, like the majority of voters in South Dakota are as conservative as they get. Like church going boomers, right? And they still voted it in. And then the governor's like, You guys want this? No. (laughs) 
Psych. It's like a Peyton Manning commercial. Got you a dollar. <laughs> was that Peyton Manning? Oh, you guys got. Well, I gave you guys a, an open state. You guys could do whatever you want. Well, I I think it was. I I just always assumed it was more her and the drugs and alcohol on the res, like how bad Pine Ridge is and stuff. No, well, here's no, the thing, that's and that, then that's what she was looking no, at. That's here's, a mess. Well, Pine Ridge is. It's the I, poorest res on the nation. Look, I, I fought fires in the Black Hills. I've lived there. I my college roommate. Was from Hot Springs, South Dakota. I spent a ton of time in the area. I fucked a chick from Buffalo, South Let Dakota. Let me just tell you, there is one problem on the res in Pine Ridge, and that's alcohol. But it's a dry res. No, no. it isn't. No, it's not. Yeah, it is, but it, like, well, it's not. There is a liquor store outside of Hot Springs, right on the border of the res. What? Well, just like Harden. Harden, Harden is a dry res. So every month, yeah. every month, they go fucking two miles this way. And there's a liquor store. There my, is no alcohol sold on the reservation. My, my, You're correct. My ex-wife, her family's from the from Pine Ridge, and I remember she was talking about people from there like walking down to Nebraska. Like, dude, Harrison, there Nebraska is a dude or that inherited this liquor store that his grandpappy bought it and saw this coming. This is a generational problem. Yeah, like alcohol is killing indigenous peoples, and that's what they wanted. And people want to frame... That's that's what they wanted, though. People want to frame marijuana as the gateway drug. No. Let me just tell you, marijuana, the only thing it ever did for me in my experimentation with drugs was it showed me that everything they told me about drugs was a lie. Okay? Like, not everything... we, We shouldn't do all the drugs. All right? So don't go full Portland. No. Don't go full Portland. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Never go full Portland. Hold on, hold on. I think you should have the right to do any drug you want to do. I agree. You're you adult. shouldn't do heroin. But you but, but, shouldn't but smoke but, meth. But, but but you get put under for any major surgery with heroin, basically. Sort of. Strong opiates, yeah, but it's not like a daily thing. Like that's but, my but, thing no, but, is like I have ADD, right? Like I'm a diagnosed I have attention deficit disorder. I've dealt with it since I was a child. I literally take pharmaceutical grade meth every single morning. In a pill that I'm prescribed by a doctor, right? I do not have a normal brain. Before I was diagnosed with ADD officially and I was being treated for like how my brain works, (laughs) I was self-medicating with marijuana, alcohol, sex, porn, whatever, whatever would literally fucking get a dopamine drip in my brain. Do you think uh, psilocybin or LSD or acid would, would have helped that out? Oh, I definitely experimented with those drugs too back in the day. But did they, did they not? Did they not help out? With like, I guess, well, psilocybin I, definitely helped. Acid made it worse. What, what well, psilocybin? I mean, I mean, well, microdosing, doing it, doing it like responsibly. Well, doing microdosing. If you would microdose, say half a milligram of psilocybin a day, I am fully what, what, what in support. If that, it, shrooms, shrooms, okay. mushrooms, people. Let me just tell you, even the non-legal mushrooms, like mushrooms you can take, like lion's mane mushroom is a supplement. Well, that's a great, that's a phenomenal. Do not be afraid of mushrooms as a whole. Like eat mushrooms in food. Take mushrooms as supplements. Like they're here for a reason. I promise you Like, Okay, so like penis envy and golden teacher are probably the (laughs) the two best for mental health. Um, Penis envy, yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. What's they're that? giant mushrooms that they, look, they look like, like dicks. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> and, and they're, and like, they're act- it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful it, it's experience. A super, super high psilocybin 
contract. For, for legal I reasons, like I only ever this did this in Colorado right legally. <laughs> um, under the new laws. For legal reasons, I only ever experimented with mushrooms in Colorado okay, under the well, new laws. Okay, However. Uh, well, well, I'm not a little bitch. I'm going to say that I eat shrooms on a daily basis. At a boy. When, when I can. At a boy. And I got to go down in Denver and get some more. But I'll, I'll get... The yes. two that they, like that I my Eat mushrooms, my, my dealer down there will say what what strain do you want? I always tell them uh, Golden Teacher or Penis Envy, and because those two those the the, the way that affect your chemical makeup in your brain. Yep. they fire off the like they they've been shown to like retract dementia, uh, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's, uh, depression, memory. anxiety, PTSD. Yeah. Sounds like what I need. Um, let me just tell you, eat <laughs> so, mushrooms, so, okay, people. Okay, so the the mushrooms I gave you that one time Wait. that you don't want to admit to. Wait, you, the, can, those, you can buy mushrooms in Colorado? Yeah, the, the, they're decriminalized. Yeah, I didn't know that. You can buy them on Craigslist. Yeah, you don't need to buy them on Craigslist. You go <laughs> to the weed dealership or the to buy your marijuana, and you mm-hmm. be like, hey, where's the where's you guys selling? Who's the guy selling the mushrooms around here? And they'll give you a phone number, and you call him, and he'll be like, what kind of mushrooms you want? Because, like, the different strains affect you differently. I can neither confirm nor deny, but <laughs> let me just tell you, it's really not that hard to get mushrooms in Colorado. It's not that hard to get mushrooms here. Just go to Red Rocks. People will offer them to you at a way oh, yeah. too high of price, but you'll get some really <laughs> awesome mushrooms if you're and in a pinch. And you on a hike, and you're like, oh, your shoes are attacking me. No, you, you actually can get mushrooms here in Gillette pretty cheap, too. Can you? And you can be like, hey, I want this, I want this strain of mushroom. Because there's 10,000 trillion billion, I don't have whatever number it is, but Dude. there's so many different strains of mushrooms, and all these different strains of mushrooms affect you. So I had my little sister who went through chemo not too long ago. I sent her up a bunch of lion's tail, and I sent her up a bunch of uh, lion's, lion's tail, or lion's mane, and I sent her up uh, some turkey tail. Turkey tail, yes. Uh, mushrooms. They're and not I, psychedelic, through, by the way. They're legal. So you those, know. Those are legal. Those, those are things you get at GNC. And they're wonderful. I, I sent up to her, because the... the Chemo uh, attacked her kidney so hard, I was afraid of having kidney failure. Right. With the chemo, kidney, liver, and uh, like everything else. I was like, take these. These will wash you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, your piss is gonna stink like a motherfucker, but it's gonna it's gonna drain you, and, and it's and you're gonna get your color in your skin back, and you get your hair back. Your hair's gonna be stronger, better. Took him. Look at my hair. Why did you ever give me any of that? Because that's hereditary. <laughs> that's hereditary. <laughs> I can't, I can't fix your fucking baldness. But I just want to kind of segue from the current mushroom conversation. They're the greatest thing. They're, they're amazing. They're, they're amazing. Like, explore the world of mushrooms. It will improve your same, life. Same with LSD and Because I want to I wanna kind of get into one thing we were supposed to talk about for sure, and that's the mental health. Um, Sorry, I, I got... No, it's perfect. Because here's the thing. Uh, before I was properly medicated, when I was, I was waiting for my insurance to kick in, because it's expensive, which is another bullshit thing. We that should be able. Obama. We should be able. I don't honestly. I think no, that it's Obama's fault. mental health care and health care is a human right. If we're gonna have a government paying for anything, like there, I have no okay. problem with us having the us spending as much money as we need to as taxpayers to make sure every single person in this but, country but, has the best medical care they can receive. But, but hold on, Obama made it to where the point where they had to have so many administrators. So your your what what insurance would have paid before Obamacare came in was half the price. Well, let me when Obamacare just, came in. There were so many administrators; it had to be attached to a hospital. Increased the price by three thousand percent. 
Let me just tell you, I know it's a problem, but I'll be uh, honest about another thing. I am I'm still on Obamacare. No, no. But, well, but, I wouldn't I, I, have I, I, health insurance without it because, like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, I don't work. I'm, I'm, I, I'm a bartender, but I have a job, like a day job, you know what I mean? But I own businesses. Like, I, I can't honestly afford $600 a month for personal health care. But it would have never been that much if Obamacare, if Obama said we were going to fix health insurance, he would have came in and said, all right, guys, so we're all going to come to agreement and say that pre-existing ex- conditions are covered. Okay, cool. After that, let's let it alone. Because health insurance, my dad was an independent. My dad had his own company. He had about 5,000 employees. And up until Obamacare came in, that's when he had his 5,000 employees. When Obamacare came in, he had to cut employees because insurance was so fucking expensive. And if they were like, and a Blue Cross Blue Shield has even told me, had told me, because at that time I got kicked on my dad's insurance because he couldn't afford it. And he's like, only my salary employees are going to get this health insurance. And I called Blue Cross Blue Shield and said, hey, I need health insurance. And they said, well, right now it's going to cost you about $1,700 a month. No, I've, but just check, hear me out, okay? I, I hear a 1,000% what you're saying. I, I get it. But my point is this, is that it, you are falling into the distraction argument of why the current problem is the way it is. The fact is the current problem has always been a problem. The well, no, facts no, I agree, are. I, no, I agree with that. But that like, but we like, cannot have a privatized healthcare system. We can't. But you can. But you can. Here, no, here's because, why. Because, because we had a privatized health insurance Hold on. program. Because and it was cheap. To Hold get on. on. Hold on. I need you to before you say anything else, you are never going to convince me of a fucking thing until you can say the answer to this. Okay. Is it more profitable to treat the symptoms of your disease or cure you? No, it's cheaper. To, it's cheaper to cure you than it's to treat problems. Okay, and I, and I get that. So, what what is a business looking to do? Well, no, they're looking to get make the most money. That's I, I heard but, years but, ago but, that they they have a cure for AIDS and they don't want to release it because no, they would lose too much money. No, there, there's a cure for there's cures for all cancer. So that's my whole point. That's my whole point. Is we have to literally separate our political beliefs but you're never gonna get that done. from healthcare. But you're never going to get that done but underneath the circumstances. We're never going to get that done with that attitude. That's my whole point, is we as an American people, we, have, we as a country, we as a society need to take a stand against our government and their bullshit and say, look, you need to fund healthcare. You need to make sure that we have the best doctors. You but, need to make sure that people cannot profit off of other people's pain. But but if, because if, that's all but they're doing. Hold on, hold on. If it was a free market, if it was a free open I'm all market, all about the free market, so, not but, in but healthcare. But no, even in healthcare. So like like my problem, I got I got to get my shoulders replaced. It's going to cost me about five hundred thousand dollars to replace my shoulders. I think it should cost you zero dollars. Exactly. Because uh, to me, I think it should cost an insurance company zero dollars. I don't think health insurance should be a thing. I think, like, I'm. Look, here's my thing: we spend trillions of dollars, our tax dollars, on things like six disc changers in Humvees. I'm not saying our troops don't deserve love and support and things from home. We, we spend they, still, tr- they still make six disc changers. <laughs> I know, no, but, but no, what but, I'm saying, my point is trillions on on military shit. We have enough nukes in Cheyenne, Wyoming, right in our state, to eradicate all life on the planet seven times. As China just found out with their balloon, seven <laughs> times. We, we could glass the surface of the planet seven times from Cheyenne, Wyoming. 
why the fuck can't we spend four trillion dollars to make sure that every American citizen but, has but, the okay, health care they but, need? But, but 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 when you put it in the government's hands, so let's say I get cancer. I would and rather I, stop well, making nuclear weapons well, well, so than I. make sure you can but, go to but, the doctor but, for cancer. But hold on. So I get con- cancer, and, it, and it's terminal. Okay. The government's going to say, it's terminal. Sorry. Sorry about your luck. Because Canada has this problem, and UK has this problem, where it's terminal, or it's life-ending, or, or it's something so major. They're not going to invest in you. They're not going to invest. They're not going to pay for it. or they're gonna be like, That's because their health care system is still tied to the free market. No, their health system is tied into the government. And the government doesn't want to put that money into it. Canada's government is fully tied into the free market. That's my whole point. Go- is can- that no, we it, need to take not, a stand though. as a people and say that this is something that you have to provide to us because we bought into the societal contract. We chose to live in society. We are choosing to pay taxes. I don't choose are- to pay taxes. You do. I, I do because I don't want to go to prison and take away that from my boys. No, because you want to live on the power grid. You want to have plumbing. Uh, you want I'm, to have I'm, roads. Actually, I'm working on getting off you, the power grid there is, on this house alone here in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be completely off the power that'd grid. That would be tight as fuck. I'm proud of you. But what I'm saying is like, you have the choice to liquidate everything you own and go build a fucking cabin for your family in the middle of nowhere in public land and live off the land and get no benefits from the societal contract. We choose to live as a part of society. So we, sh- we, we, d- we should demand the benefits of that. But, but that we that, should demand it. You're not entitled to that. Yeah. I mean, look, if we pay taxes, if I, if I, follow, if, if I buy into my end of the societal contract, right. okay, I, I, I work, I pay taxes, I follow the law, I raise kids, I don't cause mayhem, I help people. The then fact is I am entitled to that. But why are you paying taxes? Because why else am I fucking doing it? Okay, so but 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 my argument is why even pay taxes when when you are a law abiding citizen? Exactly. Why and I'll tell you, this is this is my whole point. It's because of the societal contract. We choose to live as a part of society. We choose to live under the reign of this here government. Okay. But I don't choose that. I mean you do, because you're still here. Well, <laughs> You could liquidate this. This is a nice place. You could liquidate this bitch, and you could go to the middle of nowhere. You go to an island with a great exchange rate. Take you and your family and all your kids and leave. I heard I, there's I, some I got, land from from Epstein Island. You're, I, I, you're I, I, not I, a single I, I, mother I, I, in the ghetto, brother. I got, I got like, seven acres that I can do whatever I want with. Right. Like you could you could literally choose to fucking dip and not enjoy the benefits of society and choose to live on your on your own devices. But but what I'm saying is though is once you own that land, you don't even need money, theoretically. But what I'm saying is is healthcare is not a human right. It it is a it is it is a social agreement that I show up to the ER, you're gonna treat Okay, me. so in your opinion, what is a human right? Like human what? right is where you can go and be and move and be as prosperous as you want to be. Okay, that is uh, Cause, cause ideal. I wouldn't. Call, I, I want to know, like specifically, okay. like like when you say you have you, the, you have the right to water free. I don't believe in utilities. Well, believe. not in Wyoming. You don't. You can't even collect rainwater legally here. Well, you can. You just don't have to tell them about it. <laughs> I mean, you will definitely get fined for it. And you can tell them to stick in their ass because it took them in there. I'm just saying. I mean, say the the Tenth Amendment takes care of a lot of things. Like, I want to know philosophically, like, what do you actually believe is a human right? 
my human, what I believe is a human's right is your right to go and be prosperous and, and to work your land and to. Okay. So here's my question. Someone born with cerebral palsy, palsy, they don't have any human rights. No, they have human rights. But they but can't they, work their land. They can't okay. be prosperous. But 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 if health insurance had never been fun, or had had never been governmentalized, I'm not. That's that's my whole point, bro. I don't want to talk about health insurance. I want to talk about the fact that we don't need health insurance. I want to talk the fact that but, it's so, not so, a but, it's but not how, something but, that we but, should but be how, debating. How how are you how are you going to convince people to go into the medical field? Why wouldn't you want? Okay, look. If we're going to pay senators. If we're going to pay... They shouldn't be making a paycheck to begin we, with. We're paying government employees great salaries all the time. Back to the whole point of we have the money to spend. We just don't allocate it to the right thing. All right? If, if you're mad about... No, I agree with you on that. $500 million spent in welfare, right? $500 million on a, on a global scale or on a fucking national community. scale. Uh, even just in California, $500 million is nothing. Is no, no, no. I agree with you. But, but so, so I think, and then, I think, and then I think we talk on, about on, the on, Pentagon losing trillions of hold dollars. On. Losing. Hold on. So, so you and I agree. Agree that the government should not be interfering. We agree on that. Correct? The government should not be interfering. The government should be facilitating the things that we can't do ourselves. That should be the role of government. So, like something like a, a doctor who takes eight years of school and a bunch of specialized training and medical research and funding and facilities and laboratories. So do you think and, that, that school should cost $250,000 a year? No. But, but, so, okay. but, but what's, what's, we're, we're, so, what, so, what's the point of someone trying to be a doctor if they're not going to be able to pros- hold on. If get you're, prosperity out dude, of it? Dude, my, my whole point is this, is if the medical field wasn't private, all right, and you could make a government salary for 200 grand a year to be a doctor and your family's good I take and everybody's good and your research is funded and you have the facilities and you have the things you need mm-hmm. to help people. That is much, that is money way better spent for us as taxpayers than blowing up Brown people. No, I agree. Cause like the yeah. more serious costs right. twice. I'm not right. saying that if you be, if you take the time to acquire the skill and become a doctor, you shouldn't be paid well and you shouldn't be protected and you shouldn't have all the things you need to operate as that role in society. That's part of the societal contract. But, but up until should a doctor get but, paid more than a mailman? Yeah. Yes. But hundred percent. But we, we didn't, the, the problem wasn't there up until. Obama said we're gonna have Obamacare. Dude, the problem was there. That's what I'm telling you. Is there, there wasn't, wasn't though. Obama didn't just invent Obamacare. It wasn't like there wasn't a healthcare crisis pre-Obama. I didn't have health insurance pre-Obama. Still, well, 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 as a newly single father, my son had health insurance. I didn't. That was pre-Obama. Well, if your son's ten, then that's still Obama. That was that was right. When he was Obamacare. a newborn. He was I, he was born under pre-Obama era. Uh, wait, Obama was oh no, I suppose that was Obama. Never mind. But Obamacare didn't happen until the second term. No, it was his first term. Mm-hmm. No, because Nancy Pelosi famously. Came what year straight. was Obamacare? Now I want to know. Google oh, I it. it. I got it. You guys keep Google bickering. it. I got but it. You guys keep bickering. <laughs> keep fighting. <laughs> no, Let me just fight. tell you, we fight. were in I a healthcare just... crisis. That's no, wait, 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 why wait, wait, Obamacare wait. was a thing. 
there was there was more than half of our country without health care. Period. Like Obama, there was a crisis pre Obamacare. It wasn't the answer. It didn't fix all the problems. There's still issues. 2010. 2010. See. March, March 2010. Okay. But 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 the, the so but but the problem was we, thank you. The problem was pre the Obamacare was the doctors were starting to see just like our old companies right now, money, money, money. We can take advantage of this. Insurance companies are going. Oh, you had a shoulder problem because I, I deal with this. You're, the, I, I wanted to get my shoulder fixed. And they go, "Oh, well, that was that happened four years ago, so we needed you wait another year before you can fix it." And every doctor I've seen, we can't do nothing about it. It's going to cost you one hundred twenty-five thousand, one hundred seventy-five thousand to fix that fucking shoulder when it should have been like a thirty thousand dollars surgery. And that was all based on administrations. Administration fees, like they had people to pay in the office, people to pay to send it to the insurance people, this and that, da 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 da. There was too many hands in the cookie jar. Now Obamacare could have been really, really good if Obama. If Obama, it was not the answer. I'm not saying it is. By the way, but, but it, if government, wants nor am to do, I defending it. I'd like to but, reiterate but, 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 that fact. No, I no, I'm not. I'm not attacking you on that. But if, if, if a government wants to come in and step in and say. This is how it's going to be. Then we need to make sure that government can't say, "Oh, you got terminal cancer. We're not going to treat you," because government, UK and Canada, has shown over and over and over again if it's terminal, or we can't, we, that there's something right. we can't do for you. We're not going to pay for it. Can I? Can I just go back a little bit when I asked you what I believe a human right is, or what you believe a human right is? What I believe a human right is, all right, is a human right is this. If you choose to live as a part of society, all right, if you choose to buy into this whole fucking system that we live in, from paying fucking rent to going to work, all right, then all the taxes you pay, all the money you contribute to the general pot should go to do the things that you can't do. Well, like, like, how much in taxes do you get charged for that you we never pay get access, socialist you never get country to it, exactly? You know? We pay socialist level, socialist, fully socialist country level of taxes already on our money. We already do. We already pay twenty five to thirty percent wherever you live across the country. I, I feel like it should be a flat ten percent. I feel like we should have a national sales tax, and that's the only tax. Well, period. I like that too. Yeah. Um. Cool. I don't think anybody should be exempt from it. I think every transaction that happens within these borders should be subject to the national sales tax, and that is taxes. Mm-hmm. Done. That's fair. That's, fair. Um, that's a Dave Smith talk. talking point too. Done. 17% run it. I don't even fucking care. Just done. Nobody gets to not pay taxes anymore. Perfect. Um, we're all on an evil, equal playing field yep. then. But here's my thing. is like a human right... We live here, all right. So this this is this is the like the the metaphorical scenario, all right. You're dying of cancer. Yep. You're six months left. Your daughter's about to graduate high school. Your son just got fucking sophomore year varsity football team. You're dying of cancer. You're not gonna. You got six weeks left to live. The cure is there. But your insurance won't cover it. But it's just whenever what government. No, hold on. Just this is my whole. It's a it's hypothetical here. All right. So your HMO says no. Here's there. You just can't have it. Why? 
as a human right, we life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. As no, an American, I, no, I, that's I, our American I, right. I, I, I deep totally, down, people only care about themselves. No, I totally agree with, with what you're saying. I get so, that. So as a human right, you have healthcare. Right yeah, I get that. All right. So if we're going to be spending money on anything, if we're going to be spending – first, we, sh- we should prioritize. I should have let you come out with that before I went on my whole rant about – I'm sorry, but this is the realest <laughs> shit I can say. This is the realest shit I can say. As somebody who's been working – I had a job since I was 12. I've been paying taxes in this country since and I was 12 years old, and I'm 33. If I want the entirety of what I have paid into the system to pay for anything – it is the education of our children and the health care of our people and the defense of our country. All right. Those one, two, three. Because the fact is, if the world is educated, we don't need defense. Well, originally, you're t- you're the, originally tax was started. If the world is healthy you're, and you're, people are fed, watered, and not sick and dying, we don't. Originally, your, your income tax, the reason why the United States has an income tax, even though we fought a war about it, originally was to pay for World War II. Yeah, and then once, and then the the mate the and we the, just kept it and, and grew the, it. The, the the most famous words were, "Once this is paid for, it's done," and then Social Security, and then we need to keep this on because there's people that don't have what they need, but they got the GI Bill because ninety eight percent of the people ninety eight percent or I guess it wasn't that much and it was eighty five percent of males. We're in World War II, and they come back and they get this GI Bill medal. So. And I'm and I'm so glad, happy that our soldiers have the ability to get educated after they serve their country. But I think it's a great thing. I think every, I think it's I, a great I think, thing. I think every American needs to go serve two years in the military. I, I get the British system. I get the merits of it, and I get how everybody has a part. And it's like how you learn to be an adult working within the system and an individual as well. Kirby. My whole thing is this: is Kirby. like you shouldn't need. Kirby, I got to piss. I'm about to piss my. Me too. Pants. <laughs> My, but I just got to say one thing before you piss, because this is my thing is I fully am happy that our soldiers get educated and they have that opportunity. What I'm saying is that education and healthcare aren't supposed to be something we charge for. Knowledge is supposed to be something that is there for those who seek it. If you are willing to do you know how hard it is to go to college uh, up until uh, uh, Civil War college was a thing that. People had the option to go to, but they were also given the option that, like, hey, we'll do somebody to start farmland. Do you know how hard it is, though? Like, do you know what you have to do? I got to piss. Let's go. I'm, I'm about to go. piss. Go. We got it. We got it. Go. So, Jeez. It's, it's a f- <laughs> I have to piss, too. But, like, here's my thing. Like, knowledge, the, the pursuit of acquiring knowledge, right? Like, the actual act of going and getting it. Because college isn't what most people think it is. Like, I grew up in a, a blue-collar working town, Gillette, Wyoming. Like, people think college is where you go to get liberalized. That's not what college is. College is where you go, and they're like, hey, there's this information. You tell us about it, mm-hmm. right? You have to go seek it. It's not like there's a worksheet you do in school. Yeah, but but then there's also, like, if you don't – if the professor doesn't agree with you, they're still going to fail you because it's not my belief. Agree. And I definitely failed world geography (laughs) twice because of that. And I didn't know how it's just like the world. Like if, if you fucking mouth off to your boss, there's going to be consequences. If you fucking mouth off to your professor, Mm -hmm. like it's, it's that same thing of like when you're in a one-on-one class, like is world geography one-on-one when I failed twice, my first go around in college. World Cultural Geography 101, twice, same professor, <laughs> all because I 
corrected her next to my homeboy on the soccer team who was from Kenya and she kept saying Kenya and she made multiple points to tell us it was the proper way to say it. And I looked at him and I was like, is it Kenya? And he's like, no, that's, that's like when, I've never heard that. It's like and when I, people try to say my last name. Like, isn't it this? Third like, no, week, third week of class in this. And I, I just stood up my, my dumbass sophomore or junior year and was like, hey, why are you saying Kenya? It's Kenya. Like, we all know, like, he's from Kenya. And he just told me. <laughs> That it's not Kenya. Pretty sure he knows more than you about this subject. She failed me two consecutive semesters, but that was a lesson I learned because I didn't fucking play my role, right? It's like it's still a system. Now, if you want to operate above and outside the system, you have to master it because we all have to live in it. Mm -hmm. College is hard, motherfucker. Like, you're telling me you're charging me to torture me. Right. And the prices are outrageous. Outrageous. Like Motherfuckers my, going into debt my for fuck, the hardest thing they've ever done in their life. My, my, my fucking nephews and nieces got full rides to really prestigious schools. Like, good for them. And like then they were saying how much their prices would have been. Like, holy shit. Look, I and this is the thing. I had I, no idea there was a uh, fee for being out of state and going to a college. Exactly. And that's my whole point is that, like, first of all, we are – it's how you create like everyone has a problem with the elites right but the fact is that is how you you create the elites by putting a price on knowledge so there are two things i'm all about the free market i love capitalism i love money i'm not a hater on profit know that when i say this but the two things that should be absolutely exempt a hundred percent from the free market are healthcare and education because knowledge should be free to those who seek it and healthcare is a human right and we as a collective society should not have a problem with paying to save somebody from dying when we don't have a problem with blowing up brown people we don't know for four times the price that's my point for 26 years that look, I I can't scream this enough to the world. We have been mad about the wrong shit all the time. Back to looping back in the mental health, especially for men. All right, we should not feel stigma, shame, or anything negative for taking care of our mental state. We should not feel ashamed ashamed for emotions. We should not feel bad that we have feelings and emotions and shit we can't deal with on a normal day and sometimes bad, we need a break but your, but your spouse will make you feel as a bad. right but as a father we we shouldn't feel bad about needing a day for our fucking selves or to need an hour to go talk to a therapist about the problems in our life that no one else will fucking listen to three hundred dollars <laughs> so, for an hour hold on like so, i'm just trying not to kill and myself. that's my point is so, is you have to pay three hundred dollars an hour just to have somebody that'll listen to you unconditionally as a man. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. That is something that we as taxpayers should be like, you know what? Fuck it. We should pay for that. So being, if you got to go piss there. I do up. have to piss. Okay, go up the stairs Badly. to the right. I'll piss in your backyard. No, no I don't because I cut that tree down. Okay, upstairs. <laughs> up, upstairs to the right. First door. All right. Don't go to the door to the left because I'll get my dogs and they oh, hate. They, I'm going to. <laughs> What do you think?
I don't. I I agree and disagree with both your guys' points. You you disagree with me more than you disagree than you disagree with him. I get that because my my point no, is, I, is my point is a very hard swal- pill to swallow. Well, no, because I get like when the when the government was originally founded, it was just for our protection. It wasn't for health care or anything like that. It was to protect the citizens. And so that was always my fundamental beliefs. It was never it was never created to, to, to protect the citizen. It was created to give you a, a free right to choice. But I, but I seen like, like I, I was I was raised very very conservative. But I was also raised very, I don't want to say very religious, but but that whole thing. And as I've gotten older, like now that I can look at my own things, like I don't know if I believe in in religions. I. I don't know if I I don't trust the government at all. Well, you shouldn't trust the government because the government's only is out for its oh, God. government. <laughs> government is, is like a the machine is like the AI robot that is out there to make sure that it's self self preserves. How the fuck you say that? <sighs> preserves itself. But well, no, I, I, that's I, all government is. I, I, is out I, there I, to self self preserve itself. Oh no! But when the country was first formed. The only protection they offered you was uh, against opposing arms. No, they didn't even do that. They, the government did not even have a military. It, but but now that I've gotten older, the, the government was straight up, "Hey, we're not going to allow these un, unnecessary taxes because that's the whole bit Boston Tea Party mm-hmm. oh, shit." Lighter. Government was dude. So there's I, a whole, I got another one in there if you want it. No, I'm just going to finish this one. Don't don't because I'm like almost that. out of time. No, you got another hour. It's only uh, five. Well, you got thirty it's minutes. Six. I gotta be home by six thirty. Uh, you got thirty minutes. We gotta like re-digress and finish this current <laughs> thread and go back into the shit we were supposed to talk about. But, I know. But so my, my, my my wife my wife works in mental health, so I get it. Dude, I I, I, I completely get it. I have a lot of mental health myself. I I have tried to commit suicide at least five times, but I think I think trying to commit suicide and actually like knowing how to do it, like you can easily just put a gun to your head. And kill yourself. The other ways, you're just asking for attention, yeah. which is what I was doing. Probably. I mean, you could jump off a building. Yeah, well, yeah, you can do something where you or, know, or you can lay on the train tracks and jerk off, and then be like, hmm, "This isn't for me." Or you could do it the fucking man way and swallow a bottle, ty- bottle of Tylenol and die over four days because you can't get a liver yeah. transplant that quickly. Yeah. And no. no, sorry, not to give any. <laughs> Look, but like, I I get both sides of it. Like, I I get why. Like, my when I had my amputation. One of my ambulance rides alone were thirty thousand dollars, <laughs> and that was even including my airplane ride I had. So my my when I got hit in the face with the Jaeger bottle, I got you life- probably had it coming though. I, I, my mouth doesn't stop. <laughs> so I got life lighted to Casper. Casper didn't know what the fuck to do with me, so he life lighted me to fucking Denver. Denver said, "I don't know what the fuck's going on." Life lighted me to share or uh, to uh, Rapid City. Rapid City goes, "I don't know what the fuck you guys want to do with this guy." Life lighted me in Minnesota to the Mayo Clinic. Mayo Clinic goes, calls Denver and goes, why don't you treat this guy? Well, we didn't know what's going on. That's a simple brain. Uh, uh, brain. My brain was swelling so bad, bad that all they needed was just crack my skull, and let, allow the brain to swell, and then the swelling would go down. The inflation would go down. I could have done that for you. Well, I'm sure there's a YouTube video on so, it. Power drill. Yeah. yeah more <laughs> or less. But, but so that Jaeger bottle didn't crack the skull. So when the brain started swelling, I was having all kinds. Of, it was causing some severe like life and death situations. Right. 
So all those it's, flights it's, together. It's, it's trying to swell and compress to heal itself, but it can't. No, it was trying to swell because because I got I got hit with a fucking Jaeger bottle. But the skull didn't crack to re- no alleviate I mean, the pain. But I've, I've yet to break a bone. That's that's kind of my whole point though. Is like that horrible situation, right? Should not have cost you and your family any peace of mind or security financially. Like, but at it worst, miss work. Well, it, it didn't because I that that was pre Obama Obamacare, and my health insurance covered all the flights, covered everything, and then I had Aflac on top of that, and Aflac covered all my miss work. Well, and I feel you, and I'm like you were super blessed that you had the layers in place, right? But, but, like, but and I get that the Nobody rest of that. the country didn't. Yeah, like, I get that. No, I get that. I'm not trying to start a fight. I no, mean, I'm just, not either. I like, and that's the thing. I, I we've gotten to this point in society where we can't like disagree or debate without it being like, a, oh my god, we're friends off. No, 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 no. no that's no, not but, what I'm but saying. Like, but like, like, it's just your your train of thought, and my train of thought right now with booze being involved and everything else, like trying like, to articulate that perfectly. Don't get me where, wrong, man. I am fully in support of the free market and innovation. No, I, I don't doubt that you are. And there are just two things in society, especially. And honest, well, three, I don't, and I think the government needs to do a better job with law enforcement, but I think that's another one that's in there, like law enforcement, emergency services, that should be a government service. Well, I think that, I think law enforcement could be better served as, so city of Gillette got like a $132 million grant. God, what I could have done with that money. Or $200 million grant <laughs> from, from the, uh, COVID bullshit. And so instead of taking their should officers, should have went to employers. So instead of taking their officers and getting better See, training, I don't hate the free market. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like instead of taking like the officers on duty, I mean Gillette Gillette's kind of a dead town anyways. There's not a whole lot going on DUIs more or less. But instead of taking the officers and going and getting like training to de-escalate situations, we went and bought more guns. We went and bought more bigger animals. ones. We went and bought SWAT utility vehicles. You know, uh, no, and that's my whole point is like, I would have much rather like that $200 million instead of buying our police force more weapons that we don't need. I would have much rather had that been a $200 million government grant to psychologists and psychiatrists in the community that ha- and have it used to provide $200 million and or $132 million in free health care for our community because Oh, that that would change lives. Exactly. Like, that's my whole point is like what a community could do with $132 million like Gillette is so much what besides upgrading our police forces weaponry. That's not needed. That's not needed. We could have spent. $50 $50 million on making sure that high school students had access to a real psychologist and a real psychiatrist for the next 30 fucking years. The, the last time you were on, didn't we? Wasn't that right after the Gillette PD posted that picture of that truck with the plows on it? Or not the plows, the, the tracks. tracks. Yeah, the $1.5 million Dude, track. I would, I would yeah. feel so much better as a parent you know, sending my son to either Thunder Basin or Campbell County High School in a few years, knowing that if he had something that he couldn't talk to me about, there was an on-staff licensed psychiatrist that he could go talk to. So, so that at a whim, for free, with f- completely confidential. 
Like, that would have been money way better spent by our community. Yeah, I'd have no problem paying my property taxes. If I knew my property taxes were going to that, no problem. Exactly. That's my whole fucking point. And we, as, as a society, need to stand up and say, hey, no, we're not going to pay another f- trillion dollars to go blow up brown people in the Middle or- East. We would much rather you fucking give these homeless veterans in the streets a shed to live in and a, and a good start. We'd much rather provide health care to our high school students and our junior high students who clearly need it. So my wife has been trying to get me to go to counseling for quite a while. Go. I but, look, but, but see, I don't okay, even, so I don't look, even look. care if you think you have a problem. Here's the thing. Look, you as a man don't have anyone that is legally bound to keep your secrets and is paid. Like, I mean, they're paid, but they're there to listen to you. But like, so, you have so, a wife, but she don't want to hear your shit. No, I have I, a girlfriend. I, 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 I don't tell my wife. Anything. Right. I mean, go I, it, look. But, but and, so, and worst so, case scenario, you have a hour to vent. So, so I was raised in a welding shop. I was well, I was raised in a welding fabrication shop. When I walked in the, in the front doors, I had nothing but nudie chicks on the walls, guys that had were married and had multiple girlfriends that their wives didn't know about. <laughs> I mean, I, I that that's the situation I, ra- I was raised in. So when when my best friend died, I was six. I was seventeen. When David died. I remember walking to work that day, right? and everybody's like, what's the fuck's the matter with you? So, yeah, oh, my best friend just died, right? Cool. So, let, let's start working on this. Let's start doing this. You know, and I walked in my mom's room, thinking that my mom would have something to say about it. She goes, don't know what to tell you. Get the fuck over it. And that's kind of my, my whole mental health relationship with all of it. And, like, my wife will tell me, she's like, you know, you need to go talk to somebody and, like, get it out. I'm like, but I don't. Because I, I, in my head, I'm dealing with it myself, and I, and I feel like I'm doing a good job. Because can I just I, tell I, you? Hold on, I have, a, I have a very stable job. I make really good money. My family's happy. They're taken care of. And every once in a while, I have a mental break where I'm just like, it's not like I'm suicidal or anything, but it's just I have a mental break. Where I'm just like, look, man, can get I, the fuck away from me? I, I'm, I'm suicidal, but I'm procrastinating. I've lost myself. enough <laughs> friends in Gillette, and let me just tell you, the I've heard those exact words come out of the mouths of the last three friends I've had that have killed themselves. I'm too big of a bitch to kill myself. Look, again, <laughs> look, I'm I'm telling you right now, it's not like mental health and, and the struggle is not something that like we feel all the time. But the fact is, if you are feeling those feelings of helplessness and you are feeling empty and you need to talk about it. it but, and but, but, but so, so like me, it's, it's not it so escalates, like, it builds and but, it but, comes but, and it comes. Dude, do you know that do you, let, let me, I, I know I touched on this a little, but statistically, do you know how rare it is for a woman to use a firearm to kill herself? Nine percent. Nine percent of all women suicides. Nine to twelve percent is what women suicide was with a gun. And not only Men that, but like but women. And also remember knowing, hearing that statistic that women are only twenty three percent of suicides. Okay, twenty three percent of all suicides are women. Eighty seven percent that's men. Seventy seven, but yeah. Well, whatever. But bad at math. math. Back. Right. So so check it out. Do you know that? Of the female suicides in Gillette, Wyoming, recently, do you know what the percentage of them were used firearms? Zero. Ninety. Oh, really? 
So I would have seen that in Gillette. Well, actually, I, I think look, I, no I, 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 and I, and no, that when I say this next part, I am a full supporter of the Second Amendment. I think we should have weapons. I think every mentally stable person in the world should be armed. I do. Yeah. Because here's the thing: um, if somebody is armed, you're not gonna be a dumbass. Period. So if 100 percent of the world is armed. People will watch their fucking mouths. Well, that's why you don't see mass killings in Wyoming. No, no because that, you know you're going to no, get your ass beat. No, you don't see mass killings. You don't see breaking suicide. and entering in Wyoming you either. See, you, you see mass suicides in Wyoming, though. But you, but you, the fact is, in Wyoming, is 100% truth, highest, your gun states. is a bigger danger the to you. The stops. Of course it's high suicide. Than anyone else in this state. Your so, gun is a bigger danger to you than anyone else. So do you think AI would be a better psychiatrist? No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, that was. <laughs> I think that was in unison. Good job. <laughs> um, fuck no. I think that the fact is the human mind is infinite, infinitely complex and changing. Back to the whole part of human rights, right? Like we don't live in the black and white world of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, uh, yeah, anymore. that's how everyone was raised. Like there's, we there's were raised right in that. Do- we were, when we you were get raised. Older, it's propaganda, like, no. is what that is. Is but the fact is, is like we're all indoctrinated. The human mind, the, the right human word. condition, the human spirit, the human soul is far more complex than that. And the fact is, is like it, it all goes back to what I touched on a little earlier: societal contract. If we're going to be a part of society, society needs to do something for us, and that's my whole point. So, Kirby. My thing is, so I because why, I've, I've, I've why else? On. Why why can't I get a thousand armed men and take whatever I want? We can. You That's can. my point. Is we can. So if I'm gonna be in society and live by these rules, why the fuck are we doing it? Well, society rules don't matter. So I, unless, like, I'm not saying. By the way, I'm not saying go riot, get a thousand <laughs> armed men. But but but, go, but but society rules never mattered. To begin with. That's kind of my whole point is, though, we keep buying in. We we do choose to buy in every day. Well, we yeah, choose you're brainwashed. it. You're brainwashed. You, you could very easily grow and stockpile your own food. It but just takes patience and time. But at paying for other people's fuck-ups? That's kind of my whole point is we should because you are going to fuck up. You are going to hurt yourself. You are going to need I'm, those I'm hospital hurt bills. Myself, but it's myself, though. But it's not that's your, kind of hurt, my whole if, point. If I hurt myself, it's not your responsibility. You, but that my whole point is you have never been this mad about hurting the brown people in the Middle East with your dollars. Actually, I have. Okay, no, I, well, you, yes. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like that, that, whole, that whole bombing in Syria for 365 days straight during, under Obama, and then it stayed But under, the whole point is Trump. It's like going on under Biden and everything I, else. It's I just got, like, what the fuck? I got guys? lucky enough to be rejected from the military. Me they too. said no to me. Yeah, and I'm like, cool, because I was 18. Back to you <laughs> young motherfuckers that think you know shit, but you don't. Yeah. Um, me. Let me tell you, so when you're 30, you will know what I'm talking about. They, they rejected me because I could not pass the mental, psychological. It was my feet for me. Yeah, that, that was- Like, I was a college athlete. I was a fucking, like, I was fucking 6'4", 270 with 6% body fat, ready to kill motherfuckers. Like, I'm go. No, they're like, feet, no. Better luck next time. So, so I passed. Um, I, I passed all their, I passed all their tests to be a sniper. I, my, my shooting score was great. Everything was great. Everything was great. Too, and the, when when it came time to the psychological evaluation, 
they asked me, how do you feel about losing, watching another life being lost? I said, they had it coming. Wrong answer. That is the wrong answer. Because you were 18 and you didn't know shit well, well, and you I, didn't I, have I, kids I, yet. I've also witnessed multiple deaths. Two, two of my best friends had passed away, died. And, and you didn't have kids yet. And I, and I had nobody to go to, had nowhere to run. I, I, I had nobody to talk to. But so I'm gonna I'm, I'm tie this into you because we gotta get we gotta get wrap up. So me saying that my wife wants me to get help, she's right. But I've also grown as as a as a as a man to say, I got it. I got it figured out. Hold on. But but hold on, let me finish. So when I say as I got it as a man, as a husband, as a father as a breadwinner, as the one that makes sure that we have a roof overhead and everything else, mm-hmm. and nice vehicles to drive. When I say I got it, I mean I got it like as in I can take my emotions, put them in a suitcase over here, and leave them alone, and when I need to deal with them, I can go back and I can sit and, and I tell my wife, I, I, need to, I just need some time alone. Just need some time alone Dude, to figure some shit out. I feel you. But, and, and so when I do that, I tell my wife, just right now, right don't now, talk to me. right now, and it's not even that. Just right now is not a good time. Just, just no, let I've, me, let me think. Let me just, let me just. I, I literally do have a bachelor's degree in psychology and criminal justice, dual bachelor's. All right. No, I know you do. And let me just tell you, yes, that is the coping mechanism that we as men use. It's called compartmentalization. All right, that's what we do. We we take our shit. We stick it in a box and we put it away. But, the, but, but that, that's not, that's how I was raised. I know, and let me just tell you, it's not sustainable. That's why every single day it gets a little bit harder to put that shit away. It's not sustainable. It's it's something that you can do for a long time. It's something that you can put away and you can pack away. But let me just tell you, as somebody who's it's already got past the point where I can't stick it away anymore and I had to go get help about it. All right. It it's a bomb, bro. That suitcase that you put away, it's a fucking bomb and you load it with more and more explosives every single time you put it away. How how, how many different counselors did it take you going to to realize that you found the right one? Honestly, one, I, 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 I got into multiple because I was really, really suicidal at one point. I, I got this whole degree in psychology because, like I said, knowledge should be free to those who seek it. But I was trying to decipher my own issues. Mm-hmm. And by the time I went to my first psychologist, not or psychiatrist, not psychologist, I saw a couple of those as a kid. And I did the man thing. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need this. I can deal with it myself. Mm-hmm. I did that shit till I was 31 and I am done with it because here's the thing I had, I had untreated attention deficit disorder my entire life. My brain does not produce enough dopamine. That's what that means is that the part of your brain that drips dopamine on your brain constantly that normal people have people with ADD don't have. I, I, and there are triggers that you, you do like alcohol, Alcohol drips dopamine onto your cerebral cortex. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's, it feels wonderful. That's why it feels good. That's okay. why people have a drinking problem. People with ADD <laughs> don't have that naturally. It takes stimulus. 
like video games or music or books or art to stimulate that dopamine drip, right? So all these things I was clinging to, or sex, fucking titties. Oh, my God. Squeezing a pair of titties drops dopamine on the brain like you would not believe. Blowjob. Fucking blow. Look, look, sex addiction is a real thing as well. That's kind of my whole point is like. I but, but, I put all this shit away of all this. It was compounded from this one core issue. I was feeling anxiety. I was depressed. I couldn't get out of bed. I was eating too much. I was eating too little. I fucking couldn't hold a relationship down because I didn't give a fuck what they felt. It, it, it adds up. I, it's I, like I, the straw that broke the camel's back. And then there's this one core issue that attracted all the bullshit. And let me tell you, even if you don't have like an actual fucking diagnosable condition that a psychologist or a psychiatrist can help you with, the fact is, as a human being, you need to be able to talk about the things you're feeling. So if you can't talk, and and that's and this is the thing, like I don't want to hear like it's your spouse or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or like. It's not their responsibility to deal with your feelings. Right. Matter of fact, that's the f- quickest way to fucking kill any relationship. That was that was my second marriage. <laughs> that's the well, quickest. If, that, if you that, if well, you feel like it's someone else's responsibility to deal with your emotions, you're in the wrong. But, but see, but my problem was is like that was what those guys were getting at at, were at in that welding shop was that's on you to figure out. It's it's on you. We don't give a shit. It's not so much they didn't give a shit, but it, they they were not. It's that we're all humans that are busy with our own lives. We don't have time to deal with something as complex as our friend's emotional state. And it's not but, being a bad friend. It's just is what it is. Exactly. It's the fact that you need so, as a human being somebody to be able to go through and vent and vomit all the bullshit in your head right at them. And for them to be able to sit there and take it and, and be it. like. Okay, I think this is actually what you might be feeling, and they're a trained professional that has actually gone through this, and and is and it's not just you. And that's the other thing is they hear this ten times a day, and they know exactly how you're feeling because. So, so what, what, what's really helped me is starting this podcast. I bet, motherfucker, this is a <laughs> great because, outlet because you need, everyone like me, needs my, outlets. Me, me Mike, me, when me and Mike get to talking, it like it's just like we like. We do this so much. I afraid the microphones in front of my face, and I, I start talking. And I, I start bringing up stories, you know. And Mike's like, "We get done." He's like, "Holy shit, your dad really did that to you?" Yeah, yeah. I even I, you just start opening up. Cal got you offended. Look, like, I just, I, I the shit to know. you've held inside your whole life. That's kind of my whole point. Is like that compartmentalization that works short term. Like you can, as a man, you can you can take that shit you're feeling, you can put it away for a little bit and handle the shit you need to. You, but it's not gone. No, well, it's not. It's not all gone because there's some things I'll never tell Mike, and I'll, I'll never there's tell some things you. I never told you, or I'll, I'll, I'll never tell Sarah, my wife. I mean, and that's kind of my things, whole point. There's things like, I go to the grave with. Yep. The only thing, the only it, time it, your but, therapist but, 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 can but, ever betray you is if you're like, look, I'm gonna go kill this motherfucker. And they're protecting someone else's life. Or, like, honestly, like, you can literally, it's it's like a lawyer, dude. Like, yeah, you can, but, but like, for so, anyone so, who ever gets in any legal trouble, let me tell you, be 100% honest with your lawyer. With your lawyer. <laughs> because that, that, All right, that. shut the fuck up in court. Don't say a goddamn <laughs> yeah, word unless the her. judge addresses you directly. But look. 
but 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 like so like the, it, things, the things I'm gonna take to, I'm gonna take to my grave with me are things that you I'm can not tell your therapist. No, I I I could never tell. Another you could though. That's my whole point. Is they're legally bound to keep your secret? Yeah, no, but, no. But, but but I'm not comfortable telling that to them. Like perfect. And that's what I'm, go like, find yeah. five therapists until you found one that you are comfortable with. But my whole point is like, is your hidden pain the thing the thing that hurt you so bad that you've never shared it with anyone? You should be able to share it with someone. You should be able to me. talk to it. Talk it, to somebody it's just, about it's just it, not man. Me, though. I get it. Like, I understand. Like, look, I understand. I <laughs> Don't give me it's not me. Because the fact is you're a human being. You have the exact same feelings, needs, everything as all of us have. No, and that's that. my but whole point. Like- you being a man and a father does not negate the fact that you're a human being first. But it doesn't mean that you want to ex- Expose your dirty secrets to your friends. And, I, but, but, and, and but that's, like, so, that's okay. exactly why I say go to therapy because you shouldn't <laughs> but, but, expose but, them but, to your but, friends. But, but if you but, expose them to your wife. But 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 it's not dirty secrets. It's just it's just thoughts and feelings and like and 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 that's like oh, that. that's it, my whole point. Dirty, like, like it's like it's not something you I'm embarrassed be, about. It, it's just something that like look, I just like. I, I've been pretty raw and open on this podcast. I've shared a lot of shit that yeah. I don't share publicly I, a lot. I, I really, if I, if I, really, I kill myself, I'm gonna have a scavenger hunt. But to let like me just tell you, like, awesome. The fact is, my like my best friends know that I have ADD. My best friends pre-diagnosis knew that I was anxious and depressed, and I couldn't figure out why it was both. All right. Like I, but I'm sure your music gives you a good outlet for it. Yes, because they ask me about it because I have good friends. Mm-hmm. All right, and I know if I came to Mike and said, "Hey, because Mike, they I'm, listen I'm this my... way," Mike would be like, "But you know what, my, Kyle?" But that's my that, whole that, point. That, that's fucked up. Is Look, I, I had good friends. Else. I had good I friends that, that hey, were man. willing to be there for me and talk to me about that, the shit that, I was why, going that's through. Why I'm best friends with Mike, and it's still not enough because there's still shit you haven't told Mike. Well, there's no, there's things that I'll never tell a goddamn fucking soul. There's That's my point. Tell a goddamn soul either. But the thing is, my my whole thing is, is like I don't think it should cost us money to have a therapist. They shouldn't, like, but I think that's where they honestly, get to. honestly, if our taxpayer, our if our taxpayers' dollars are going to anything, like having people that are paid well to live and be therapists to society that we can go to as people and be like. I'm not okay. I need to talk about this with somebody. Exactly. Yep. My, my, my wife works on a hotline like that. Like and that. I don't think it should be where, a hotline. Where, where, where has- I think it should be a 24-7 open door that any human being can walk to on any block in America and go to walk through that door and deal with a fully paid, fully licensed, fully trained psychologist my, or psychiatrist. My, that's, that's my, my wife works in a, in a crisis hotline where that's what she deals with is suicidal stuff. And I, don't and think, I and, it doesn't even have to be a serious suicide. That's but, my whole thing. Is that we do, let's not start the let's let's let let's give people access in the beginning before it gets there. Well, what what I'm saying is like like me being, I I you I I can't say ex suicidal because it's always there. Like yeah, oh, I, I stubbed my toe. That's the thing. My life. Oh yeah, I mean, trauma disappears. And it's gone. <laughs> Sorry. Like it's, it's suicidal's like once you get that idea in your head, it's always gonna be there. Yeah, you went and you through need that. Someone to talk to, and my, so my wife has this job, and you have to have. Uh, I don't. I don't know the degree, degrees. Bachelor. She she has a master's. Master's. I know more about your wife than you do. <laughs> <laughs> so so you have to have a master's, and I'm like, I, 
I didn't go to college, but I think I could help these people out a lot more than you could because I have been in their shoes. Like, I know what it feels like to want to die, to want to kill yourself. Situation awareness goes a long ways. Yeah. Like, I I don't know much. That should be a class junior year of high school. Situational awareness. Reading societal and personal cues of those around you. Kirby. That should be an entire fucking class in high school. That should be. Kirby. We gotta get you out of here. I know, I do. But okay, so I'm just gonna do these few things. First of all, thank you to you two. You've been wonderful as always. I glad I'm super thankful for you guys to give me a platform to speak my mind. And I'm super thankful that Any you guys time, aren't dude. afraid to debate Any with me when you disagree. Time. Um secondly, May thirteenth at Boot Hill here in Gillette, Wyoming. We are bringing in my homeboy Ryan Charles. I've I played junior uh, high football with Ryan on. Charles. Hold on. Uh so uh, I'll send you a text of my schedule. Right. Let's try to get all those guys together soon. Uh, yes. We'll, yeah, we'll do that before you guys have this. You guys, please. Yes, we'll do it, and we'll and it's gonna be probably in the middle of the week again. Uh, I'm gonna we'll try and at least block off an hour soon. Promise. Text me. We'll get on it. Well, I, I want you guys to block off like three hours. Perfect. Okay, four. we'll do that. Because <laughs> we're going to get fucked up, and we're going to talk, and well, see where it goes. I, I like uh, the mental health. How, how, how mobile is your guys' studio, by the way? Because I'm they, not the only one that has something to say about this. Uh, we, we can take it wherever you want to go. Perfect. We'll just bring you all to the studio as soon as we can during, yeah. before the show. It, we, we, um, we've got the interface. We've got the microphones. we got the laptop. The more, most important thing is a laptop. And, the and we got extra microphones and laptops yeah. and interfaces at the studio. That's, so. that's, that's our issues, right? microphones run it yeah and our interface only does four microphones right now but anyway we digress but back to what i need to make sure we get in may 13th boot hill it's ryan charles my boy who's on the american song contest snoop dogg's favorite right that's true the uncle snoop's favorite uh we're gonna be new boot goofing all over boot hill i'm the under headliner uh ep and ty roche i'm right before ryan charles on stage we got some so, local so artists that, coming that's pretty, out. That's a pretty big, pretty big role. Then. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I've been, I've been <laughs> you, working. You got to oh, hold, hold on. I've been pushing. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Shush. Hold on. I got to ask you one thing. We got 10 minutes before you got to leave. What's up? Who is, who is your biggest inspiration? Like, so like, like my, my, like when I listen to like hip hop. Musically. Like, hold if, on. But about like Merkulis. I love Mercules. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Mercules, yeah, he's one of my favorites. Uh, I really like NF. Dude, I really like stud. East Coast. I lo- I love East Coast. Uh, it's 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 actually so musically. My biggest influence is Bradley Nile of, of Sublime. Oh fuck um, yeah, dude! Uh, that was the album that when I listened to it, the Sublime self-titled shit. I knew I wanted to make music. I knew it immediately. In rap, it's Biggie. Um, Fuck yeah! In the debate so, of so, Biggie versus Pac, I love Pac, and Pac's a revolutionary. And this is no way trying to knock Tupac, but Biggie's the goat. But um, and if we're talking about the living goats, it's Nas. Dude, fuck yeah, Nas but is the greatest. Nas Illmatic's the best hip hop album that has ever been made. So period. I'll, I'll knock I'll knock Tupac because he brought in club rap. Dude, Tupac was a fucking genius, he and was, he, was he was a he had great shit. Dude, Tupac Biggie, was. Big Bone or Biggie, Big uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Nas, all oh, that Cleveland Jay-Z, shit, East Coast style, Mace. baby. No, and I get it. Biggie is the goat for this reason. There is not a single artist in the history of rap that could have ever made a single song that Biggie made. 
Period. Off the cuff. Um, not the not cuff. a one. Not a single one could do it. Nobody could have wrote Big Papa. Okay, so nobody. So, like I look, I I know Stan can literally do Eminem, and that's not a hate on Eminem. Eminem is a fucking. He's whatever, a genius. Whatever, he's amazing. He got I love Eminem. No, Look, Machine Gun Kelly. Well, Eminem's rap was really good. The thing about hip hop is it's supposed to be suspenseful and unpredictable and raw. There is nobody in the history of music that has sounded like the Notorious B.I.G. There has never been another Biggie. Always. There's never been another one. Like, it's never happened. Nobody can mimic Biggie. I can mirror Biggie. I can can do Biggie. I can rap his songs, but I can't... It's it's not Biggie. That's mirroring. I can mirror him. I cannot mimic him. Like, I know four dudes that sound like Pac, and that's not a fucking, that's not a hate on Pac. Pac was a fucking original. He's amazing. He's one of the goats. He's on the Mount Rushmore. There is never and never will be another Biggie because nobody in the history, and I've been around so many dope rappers, so many people with bars that, that are just like, what? Nobody in the history of hip hop has ever been as suspenseful as Biggie Smalls. Okay. So what, what nobody. What, what's your thoughts on Jelly Roll? Jelly Roll's dope. He's a super creative artist. He fucking is raw. He's emotional. He 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 touches that part of people that is that emotional connection that makes music special. Dude is dope. What? And I've I I've played with dudes that he's worked with. I've never actually played with Jelly. Um, I can't. I hope it's about to happen soon. Speaking of live shows, make sure you guys are Boo Hill May thirteenth if you're in Gillette, um, and get tickets at Plat Hemp or at Boot Hill. But um, I'm trying to build this. I want Wyoming to have entertainment. Well, I want us. We, to, went, we, went, we went, Me and Mike want to be part of that. I want to. I want to make we, sure we, we want to have you guys on and build this thing and have both our followers and your followers kind of. Both help emerge. I want this shit to be a thing. Like I want, I don't want, I I I don't want to just make twenty one and up shows. Like I don't want to sound creepy, but like I want sixteen and up and eighteen and up shows because I don't want my kids to grow up in a place where they're so bored that they fucking try meth. And and you might, and you might like like, sing something that resonates with them, right? Like so many songs. Music I hear, like that song saved me. Right, you should resonate with music. Like it's. Knowledge should be free to those who pursue it. If you are looking for knowledge, if you're looking for entertainment, if you're looking for art, you should be able to see it. You, sh- If you're a 16-year-old who wants culture and food and art and music, you- even in Wyoming, you should be able to get it. Have, have you ever felt like... Uh- this isn't working out. I just need to quit. Or like, how, a lot. How do you how do you get past that? Okay, so um, hold on. I'm not that. happy. Hold on, hold, hold on. Oh, that. So me, me, me and Mike had this conversation, and I know we got to go, but me and Mike had this conversation because I was like, Mike, what do you want to do? He's like, I'm kind of over it. I'm like, I'm not. We got so much money invested in all this shit. Yeah. And I was like, let's let's take it back because we're doing two episodes a week. That's. And our, our, our numbers were not getting to where I thought they were going to go, where they were doing one episode a week. I'm like, why? Just stay with it. Just stay with it. Just stay with it. So, and my thing is, it's like, I know podcasting is the future. 
Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, is, it yeah. is a future, like having artists like you. But everyone has people a listen to it. Not every everybody day. has a podcast because nobody else wants to. There's so many people. It's a lot of work. First of all, it is a lot of work and it's a lot of money. I know you guys do a lot of work, but <laughs> it, but 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 so many people are afraid of the microphone. And this don't is what talk it about is. The microphone. This is what it is. All right, and I I know exactly what you're about to ask. Let me just preemptively answer your question. I am not happy doing anything else. When I am on stage, when I'm in the studio, when I'm talking to people, when I'm when I actually get an opportunity to tell people something that I think matters, it's when I'm happy. Yeah. No, like I agree with when that. I'm when I'm making music, like the whole process of being in the studio, like creating a song, like one song. People don't know how much goes into that one three minute song and then no, nobody knows how much goes into making a two-hour podcast exactly like it's a fucking it's a process like you don't do this shit unless you love it and it i dude i i'm on my new album i am no yesterday now five songs done with my new album five songs are completed and bounced out still pop up on my spotify when i turn my station music like <laughs> All right, like, and that's been Jesus? Like, five songs in I dropped my last album November and it's April, April. Yeah. It's a middle of April Mid-middle right now. Um so in 5 months I've made five new songs. Let's average that out real quick. That's a lot. That's a song a month. Like when we you don't do this. Do you know how long when someone does an oil painting, all right, when a painter is doing that oil painting, they have to do it a layer at a time. And they have to wait days, days between layers for those layers to dry before they can start painting again. This shit is not, you guys hear it in an hour, two hours, whatever. This shit is not a, we don't do it because. It's easy. We don't make art. We don't make content. We don't make entertainment. We don't make things for people to to consume because it's easy, right? We do this because we love it. There is nothing I'd rather do than spend six hours ignoring all the people I care about in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) And see, my thing is... And I love those people, right? Like my son... Like, the woman who literally does all the dirty things I like, I will ignore her for six solid hours. Leave me the fuck alone. Woman. I'm in the studio. Shh. My friends are here. We're recording. Red light. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and that, that, that is it. My, and those that, are the that, people that, I that love. That is my same passion. That's why I was, I was trying to explain to Mike. That is my same exact motherfucking passion. This, this thing's going to go somewhere, whether we like it or not, and it's, 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 it's going to happen. And the it, fact it's is, take off. and here's the fact, and, the, and this is the facts, right? And this is what has honestly kept me going in music and keeping that same energy and that same passion behind every release, every video, every album, every song, every show. Is because the fact is, I don't fucking care anymore after a decade plus if I am g Easy or if I am Wiz Khalifa. The fact is, I love making music. I love talking to people. I love touching lives. I love working in the studio. I love the fact that because of a song I wrote, there was a baby that was born. <laughs> I love the fact that marriages have happened because two people liked my song. I like... Lo- 
I love that I have had a lasting impact on the world that the ripples echo far beyond anything I could have ever dreamed they would be. And it's all because I was doing something that made me happy. When, 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 Period. When me and Kyle play Call of Duty together with PlayStation. I uh, like playing Halo. Actually, I'm decent at Call of Duty, but I'll fuck everybody up <laughs> listening to Halo. With, with PlayStation, you get... Uh, uh, Spotify, so you can oh, shit. so you can download it real quick and listen to your music in the background as you're playing your games, and like there were so many songs. Like I I was listening to all my songs the other day. I'm like, oh, this song's too depressing. This song's too depressing. This song's bring me down. I don't need to be down right now. And I'm like, I get what Cal's saying about my music choice. Look. Music's supposed to make you feel. There's no such thing as too depressing a song. Oh, there's so many songs that if, I listen if to that art, I cry. If a painting, if a story, if a poem, if a song, if a motherfucking graffiti mural makes you feel, it's art. And it did its fucking job. Yep. And that's the whole thing. Like, we grew <laughs> so, up in Wyoming in this blue-collar state. Like you said, suck it up. Be a man. Fucking pack it away. Don't deal with it. Bullshit. Feel everything. So fucking don't there, pack there, it away. There, there was a song pack on, it away to be an adult. There was a song. I don't remember what it was on your last Feel album. Feel it, goddammit. There was a song on your last album. I don't remember which one it was, but I had it on replay. And it just kept, like, I kept on sitting back, and I'm like, kept, it, made me, it made me sit that back and tell myself, you are good. You Was are a good strong. human? I believe it. Fuck rap. Was. I'm a good human. Been winning while yep. you've been losing. Yep, that was it. And, Look, and I kept on telling myself, you're more than this. You're better than this. Be better. This is a window into you. This podcast, people get to see a little window into your soul. My music, people get to see a little window in my soul. That beautiful girl, her, through her eyes flashing, that she spent two hours on her fucking makeup. That's art. I get to see a little window into her soul. This is a window into our soul, and that's all we really want as human beings is connection and sharing and connectivity. It feels something. To feel. Yeah. Don't be afraid of it. And that's kind of my whole point about mental health is that we spend our whole lives avoiding our feelings because they're not convenient for everyone else well, around no, us. We, we also been told and they're that not it doesn't matter. It, they do matter. But here's my thing is here's the lie. They really aren't other people's responsibilities like your feelings are not other people's responsibilities they're yours they're your responsibility all right it's your responsibility to control your feelings but it's also your responsibility to feel your feelings and not repress them to the point where they get to something that you can't control and you can't do that unless you feel them if you shove shit away in a little pocket outside right and you're not dealing with the core issue you're not being responsible for your feelings. You are forcing that on society by not yep. dealing with them. You're forcing that on the people you love. Kirby, I love you. I love you. you and you shouldn't be afraid to tell your friends you fucking love them, God damn it! It's not gay to every, love your every friends. Time tell, every time I tell Kai I love me, he's like, love you too, not gay. And <laughs> look, even if it is gay, this is the only thing. No this is the only thing that Kirby. really matters. You should have all the sex you want. And none of the sex you don't want as soon Sorry, as you're Mike. 18. Sorry, Mike. That's it. <clears throat> with that, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's Kyle's the rule. With that, now, damn it. With that, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be rape. Kirby. <laughs> it will be rape. <laughs> Kirby, 
We love you. I can't wait to have you on again. I want you to bring all your boys again. Look, we're gonna do. Time. We're gonna run this back quick in a couple, in like a week or so. I promise. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna bring I'll, the boys in. Y'all think I'm interesting? Just wait till you meet no, my I'll, friends. I'll send, I'll send you my work schedule. And, uh, are you on a mind schedule? Yeah. What mind? Uh, Narm. Peabody. Oh shit! They're Black Thun. What? What's I'm your, not on a mind schedule. What, I don't what, fucking live that boot, way. But boot hole date again? May thirteenth. Yeah, it's well, the day before Mother's Day, and take your mom because all your mom has ever wanted is to get drunk and a day off parenting. <laughs> and if your mom ain't got, a, if you ain't got a stepdad or a dad, your mom can get laid. All right, bring your mom, your mom to the show. Your, your mama's pussy's gonna get so wet she's gonna find your stepdad. She gonna see re- moms love Jesus. This is just the facts, like yeah. the facts. Moms love Jesus. Do you know that? Like this is a real problem I've had in my life that like I've had to like turn down my girlfriend's moms. <laughs> Like I thought when I was twenty two, my life was Pornhub for a minute. I was like, "That's, that's a conversation for another part." Anyway, next time, no, no, next time, <laughs> next time. Um, save this Terramana for me for no. well, like we're, we're put this it. back in the freezer. Oh, we'll we're, we're, we're gonna drink we'll get, it. All right, well, um, we're not poor. <laughs> that's fair, but I mean, if you want to get my favorite, and you really want to get me loose. Trace Generaciones. It yeah. costs the same, same, same what, bottle. What, what is it? Trace Generaciones. Oh, deal. Is it Dilio. Is it Dude, a, straight up Dilio. It's, it's a green buy. bottle, three gold yep. stripes. Yeah, buy it's fucking shit. wonderful. Is that yeah. at Good Times? No, it's uh, at Albertsons. Oh, and they have it at Lakeside, too, and yeah. it's $10 cheaper at Lakeside. Yeah. Shout, or no, not Lakeside, Eastside. Shouts to, shouts to my people at Eastside. They yeah. got the good cheap yeah, tequila. Yeah, Eastside and Albertsons has it. That's Yo, one of the places in town that Trace have it. Generaciones. Uh, yeah, this is free like, advertising for you motherfuckers. Don't, everybody. You can sponsor like, me if you I, want. I've seen gold before. I bought gold. Everybody. Dude, in, I, I like Cazadores for my $30 hey, bottle, but spend the Kirby, extra $20. Kirby, hold on. Where can we go buy tickets? You can go buy tickets at Platham Company um, right here in Gillette and at Boo Hill at the venue. Or you can holler at me, EP, or Tyrell Shea. Um, get on our social medias. The ticket link's everywhere. Go to Ryan Charles's, the headliner. My boy, new boot goofing. We're getting Western new as fuck. I grew up in KC, Wyoming. I can get Western. I've cut the nuts off of cows and sheep. Fuck yes. I'm a country boy. Ladies and, a and gentlemen. I'm John Ladies Wayne and gentlemen. on horseback with a fucking AK-47 and a gold chain, baby. Let's Ladies go. Ladies and gentlemen. Boot Hill. Shouts to Platt Hemp Company. Legal Kirby, Wood, Wyoming. AKA Ratchet, Ratchet Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go piss in this backyard real quick because I'm not going to make it upstairs. Thank you, Ratchet. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, go check those out. We're gonna put it out. Uh, we're gonna get I, drunk it, again soon. Yeah, fuck yeah, we are. Hopefully, we're, we're, uh, we'll have the show notes where you guys can buy tickets and time and everything else and all that fun stuff. Guys, Ratchet Jesus is a national treasure. He's a great dude. Just keep him off track, Kirby. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> You're far enough away, buddy. <laughs> Bloopers. <laughs> but but ladies and gentlemen, he's a national treasure. He's got a lot of great things. We're going to have him on again. He is the one of the greatest people we've, we've interviewed. Yeah. Like people in general. Just, just a straight up good guy. Yeah. Good guy. Good, 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 good guy. <laughs> good, good, good guy. He's a human being for human beings. Like Yeah. He is... And he is We're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my mom and dad's house is like 
away. I'm trying to end the podcast. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to piss in your backyard. I'm pretty, and I got sure I by a school. <laughs> pretty sure I peed in this field before. <laughs> I've definitely peed in this neighborhood. Ladies and gentlemen, Kirby, a.k.a. Ratchet Jesus, love you. Go love check him guys. out. Follow, follow him on Snapchat. Ratchet Jesus. Ratchet Jesus 307 on Snapchat. The real Ratchet Jesus on everything. Ratchet Jesus on Google. Actually, if you have an iPhone, just ask Siri about Ratchet Jesus because I get paid more that way. I'm still surprised it, by that. I remember it's, it's still that. real. And if you have if you have an Android, ask um, Alexa or Google about Ratchet Jesus. And if you use your voice, I get paid more. And do the so, same thing for a little drink to that. It's, the, it's Mike, the best guest we've had. He is so much fun every Mike, time. Mike. What? Love you. Love you too. Jeez. I can't wait to bring my friends here. You guys I think know. I'm great. Like, look, I'm just the, I'm the tame one. How many more chairs? We're done. Do We're done. We're done. Two more chairs. Two more. Love we'll you guys. Have you guys bring your shit to the studio for that. Fuck yeah. That's what we're going to do. So stay tuned, bitches. <laughs>